This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiniest Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't ever break your leg. Recovery takes a while. I'm, I'm just to the point where I could kind of like hobble around my house without uh, a walker, and and I actually was able to hobble a little bit at work today without a walker. But man, it's a, it's slow going. I just kind of can't wait to the point where I just kind of can walk without, you know, support or <laughs> feeling like I gotta, you know, lean on the wall or <laughs> you know all, all all sorts of stuff. You know, just just. A day without pain, that'd be nice. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, recovery's going good. I'm I'm learning to walk again, and uh, just thought I'd kind of update you with that. Uh, uh, Christmas Elf is almost done, and then, uh, you know, I, I started Orion a, a little bit back, uh, so, you know, that I think that's the, the one I'm going to read next after uh, Christmas Elf is, is over. But uh, before we read any stories, uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a a series today, a series on Netflix called Black Summer. Uh, if you're a fan of the show or a fan of uh, Black Summer uh, and you've already seen it, then then welcome. If you haven't seen it yet and you'd like to see it, uh, spoilers. I always talk about spoilers on my show and uh, don't really hold anything back. I kind of, I don't know, for me, I always picture the show as a, you know, an, an evening where you're just, you know, you just recently watched a movie and you're hanging out with a couple friends and uh, talking about it and Except, really, I'm just, you know, the only one talking. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, Black Summer. Uh, so, it, 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 it's zombies. Uh, it's it's more Dawn of the Dead-like zombies uh, than, than Night of the Living Dead zombies. So, you know, if you, if, you, if you are a fan of the zombie genre, or at least know the zombie history, Night of the Living Dead, of course, was one of the first zombie movies with zombies that uh are essentially undead or 
you know, living corpses that eat brains and, and whatnot. That, uh, in fact, I don't even know if they ate brains at that point in that movie. Uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Either way, the, the headshot is, uh, <laughs> you know, where that comes from. And, and that's, uh, you know, they're, they're very slow moving, uh, the zombies, you know, more like walking dead type of zombies where they kind of shamble and don't walk very well. And then there's Dawn of the Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead is uh, George Romero, I believe, and and the zombies in that movie just book it. So they just run as fast as, you know, humanly possible. So, you know, if you, uh, I don't know, had an Olympian runner that got turned into a zombie, you, you better watch out. You're, <laughs> you're not running away from that zombie. So, you know, uh, the zombies go as fast as they can. And, you know, there's something to be said for the scariness of both, and of course I think most people agree that the Dawn of the Dead type of zombies, the ones that could run really fast, uh, are a little bit more scary because uh, you get in a situation with them and, and you know, <laughs> you you have to run because they could run really fast. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's what really keeps up the pace of, of Black Summer, although I have to hand it to them, the first... 15 minutes of like the first episode was really good and really kind of tense and there wasn't a single zombie in it so for you know a a series that uh kind of centers around uh <laughs> the zombie apocalypse uh to not have a zombie until like basically one of the characters turns in the first episode i think that's actually kind of good storytelling right there but the funny thing is, I think there was some good storytelling in it, and then there was some kind of okay storytelling. Like, so they had some really good moments in the series, but then they had some other moments that were just sort of like, I don't know, it felt like it was just trying to set up the next scene rather than actually kind of like really exploring the idea, you know, like, like the first episode was really good, so I had really high hopes for it, and then it just kind of flattened out a little bit for me. I, I, you know, by the end, I was like, yeah, it, it wasn't the best zombie series I've seen, but it by far wasn't the worst, and they really did keep that good sense of action-packedness going throughout the entire series, so it's a very action-packed adventure series uh, through this kind of zombie apocalypse uh, with fast-running zombies, so obviously that's going to be really action-packed, but there's a lot of moments throughout it that you just kind of, you know, step out of the, the, the it, it kind of forces you to step out of the series and go, why did they do that? You know? And, and I don't, you know, especially when you're thinking about a, a post-apocalyptic series or, you know, anything involving zombies, you don't want people to stop and sort of start like analyzing the, <laughs> the, motivations of of characters you just want to kind of take it that that's what they're doing uh a, a good example is there's this one point where some of the characters are driving in a car and this pickup truck starts to follow them and then eventually the pickup truck like you know tries to knock them off the road and and that eventually ends up where they crash and a people a person from the pickup truck dies and another person from there you know, uh, vehicle dies and, and they become zombies and they get trapped in a diner with the people that were trying to run them off the road. And, you know, it's kind of a neat setup, but 
the weird thing is they they didn't really fully explain why they were trying to ram him off the road in the sense like at one point they said they're here for our gas like they're trying to steal the gas and and i'm just sitting there thinking like there's tons of abandoned cars everywhere like like they're going around this town with like like abandoned cars like if you needed gas why why you know like i i just have to think like if i was in that situation am i gonna ram someone off the road for their gas or am i just gonna go siphon off from any of the number of vehicles or maybe find a gas station you know what i mean like like this is not too far out from the start of the zombie apocalypse according to the series so there should be gas just like plenty of gas everywhere like like if i were yeah i just i just didn't buy that motivation and then later on they make it sound like oh it was just the crazy dude that was in their party wanting to do that and it, it, i don't know it's just not a solid motivation like like i get that in the zombie apocalypse you're gonna have humans that are gonna try and like steal the stuff of other humans or whatever but that's only in situations where the stuff is not you know abundant or easy to get or you know what i mean like in this situation like they were literally in this town that seemed relatively untouched i mean there was like an unlooted grocery store in the middle of town so like like you know if if it's an unlooted grocery store, then probably everything else is unlooted too, because you know that's probably well, grocery stores. I'm guessing they would go first. You know, <laughs> I'm guessing when the looting begins uh, in in a zombie apocalypse, uh, grocery stores is one of the first things to go. You know, like like personally speaking, I would. I I know this is like, you know, might be might be gross, but hey, it's nutrition. Like. Like, if you're in the zombie apocalypse and, and you're, like, not finding food, then go to the pet store, man. Like, there's a lot of pet food. Like, like my cats have this, like, stuff called Tiki Cat. And I don't know if anyone ever has Tiki Cat. But, man, like, like whenever I open a can of that stuff, I'm like, man, Tiki Cat actually looks pretty good. Like, I bet I could eat that, you know? <laughs> so, you know, zombie apocalypse, go to a pet store. There'll be tons of food there. No one will think of it, you know? Uh, of course, now I'm, I'm talking about it, so just, you know, screwed myself over in the event of a, a, a zombie apocalypse. All the pet stores will be looted, too. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, here nor there, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking that, you know, there's no real motivation to rob someone in this. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Set up as they have it, you know, unless you're trying to get a, like if that you're trying to rob someone because you see they have a gun or something, something useful, you know, but ramming someone off the road for their gas or whatever that just i just don't buy it you know like i just i just think there's like so many more easy ways to do it you know uh like especially when there's all this stuff like like just there for the taking like they're in an unlooted town where for some reason all the residents are gone and the only people that are left are these few people that are trying to get to the stadium and 
and everything else just seems to be there for the taking so and and it's also relatively zombie free it's really interesting that uh for some reason there's not the most of the zombies that appear in the series are, are people that die for whatever reason uh up until the end when it just kind of gets you know crazy and 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 what and whatnot uh and that that brings me to an, another weird moment where they are they hear about this outpost that has a bunch of guns and so they're going to go loot it to get these weapons and i find that they in the in the scene where they're looting the outpost it just the, their plan didn't really make a lot of sense in the sense that it felt like it was like a bunch of screenwriters like trying to make a really cool episode but not really thinking like what would they really know about this outpost you know like like it felt like they had a really good idea of where the guns were and the layout and and they had all these complicated steps like one person was going to get the power and these other people were going to go for the weapons and this other person was going to be a distraction and then and then inexplicably this other person like maybe i missed it but she like decides to knife a dude and cause a zombie outbreak in like this thing and i don't know if that was part of their plan was to like kill everybody there but that's what she ended up doing because she these are fast zombies right they <laughs> they run so you know when you're in a crowded space and one person turns into a zombie that eventually means everyone's gonna be a zombie right so so it's it's yeah i don't know it was <laughs> a very funny scene uh, or just a odd episode because it was you know like like it felt like a heist that was like really thought out and planned but when you think about the situation like when would they have time to have planned this out or, or do reconnaissance or, or like figure you know what i mean like like there should have been more like like oh we want to steal these guns we know they're there but there should have been more like we have no idea what we're doing <laughs> because we don't know what this place looks like on the inside. We don't know how many people are there. We don't even know quite where the weapons are, you know, like there should have been more, I don't know, just, just as far as like not taking one out of the world. Anyways, I'm, I'm harping on kind of very small points. Uh, I, overall, I think it's really intense series. Uh, I think what's really good about it is I feel, uh, they keep you on your toes in the sense that uh, you really don't know who's going to survive and who's not. Uh, they have some characters that come out very surprising, like you think that they are uh, one way and they turn out to be another. And 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 uh, the main the main person, she's uh, kind of the main character who uh, is there to get her daughter. She's very believable and, and very good at that role and and you know overall I, it's 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 definitely worth watching there's some clunky moments in it but it, i think it's definitely like worth a second season it'll be interesting to see where it goes uh to see how they kind of what else they do with the series because you know you know i i think there was some some clunkiness in this first season but you know it's also the first season i think like a lot of tv series that turn out to be really really great tv series have a 
have a little bit of clunkiness in their first season. Like, I think that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, you know, I'm sure a lot of it just has to do with, like, <laughs> you don't know what the series is going to be like until you start doing it, and then suddenly, oh, there it is. That's the series it's supposed to be all along. So that's why the first season is like that. So, uh, But I think it has a lot of potential, so I think, like, I would definitely watch the second season, and I think... I definitely would would give it another chance and and say hey this this has everything it has all the DNA and all the stuff that can make it a really good series and contend with the walking dead as far as being just one of those really great zombie series that everyone should see you know like like if you like zombies I think you'll definitely like black summer uh if you like the walking dead I think you'll like black summer Although I would definitely say that The Walking Dead, at least in its heyday, has you know really done is done really well, and and it's hard to compare this series because it's just a little different. But I would definitely want to see where it goes from here, and uh, you know see uh, how how everything unfolds in the series, and you know hopefully maybe in the uh, in the second season, you'll see less stuff that's just kind of a, a plot device to move the plot forward, you know? You'll see more stuff that that, that is really kind of, I don't know, like, where just just the motivations make sense, you know? that That's what I want to see. It's just character motivations that I can be, oh yeah, that makes sense. I could see them robbing them, whatever, for that reason. Okay. But anyways, uh, here and over there, let's, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Black Summer. Go ahead and uh, give it a shot. It's on Netflix. I would recommend it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. You guys are all amazing. I'm really glad to, uh, you know, share my thoughts with you, and and I hope I can turn you on to some some good stuff every once in a while, not just warn you away from the bad stuff, but, you know, let you know when something's worth watching, like Black Summer, worth watching. Give it a shot. And uh, there's lots of fun stuff also on the RPA network. There's, of course, real paranormal activity. There's Terry's Mysterious Moments. There's the Sandman's Lullaby. And then, of course, we have some uh, video shows as well. So there's uh, lots of fun stuff going on. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, it's, there's an app. So you can go check out the RPA app and uh, download all the podcasts you uh, uh, want. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening and have a good night. Hey, this is Aaron here. I totally forgot something in the review that I wanted to talk about. Uh, so this is like a bonus scene at the end of the credits, you know, kind of like in the Marvel movies where they have something, you know, at the end. Well, here's my little end for uh, Black Summer. Uh, I totally forgot about the fact that it kind of like irked me a little how like nobody seemed to have seen a zombie movie in the series. I mean, I mean, it's kind of funny, like, like there's a one point where they're talking about how they're going to attack the zombie and, and what they're going to do to, you know, like, kill the zombie. And, uh, you know, one of them says, let's go for the head. And they say, no, no, the legs, man, the legs will, will make it so it can't chase us, you know, take out, take it out at the legs. And, and I was just like sitting there thinking, you know, like, has any of these people seen a zombie movie? Everyone knows you got to take them out with a headshot, you know, uh, like, like I could understand that, 
you know, not everyone's really accurate, especially, you know, in a stressful situation. You don't really know how to handle a gun, you know. I, I, I could get that it might take a couple shots to bring one down if, if, if you're not trained or, or something like that. But, you know, you, you gotta you got to understand that, you know, people have seen zombie movies. <laughs> like, like you, you can't just make a zombie movie now and not acknowledge the fact that, you know, people have never seen this in their life before. So, you know, I, I think uh, there's something to be said for that, where, where uh, learning how to kill a zombie, you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> people watch movies, man. And so I think, you know, I don't know, if I were ever to do a zombie thing and, and I wanted it to, you know, be a little bit different, maybe the headshot's not the way you bring them down, or maybe they're just really hard to kill, like you cut off their head and they'll keep coming, maybe I'd make a point where the characters are like, you know, all right, headshot, man, that's how they do it in the movies. And then they do the headshot and like the zombie keeps coming and it's like, oh, oh, okay. I don't know how to take out this thing now, you know? So, uh, it didn't seem to acknowledge that fact that, you know, zombie movies exist. We don't live in a bubble, man. Anyways, just thought I'd add that on. All right. Have a good night.